We are I. There's two things I'd like to talk about on the podcast this morning, and one of them I need your guys' help with. I need some feedback on this one because it it annoys me, <laughs> and uh, it annoys me about myself because I cannot figure out why, and I think it strictly has to do with it with the old school perception of life. That makes no fucking sense at all, but I'm telling you, it just hurts me. So, riddle me this. Why is it annoying when you're in public and somebody plays um, or puts a conversation that they're having on their phone, on speakerphone, and you hear both sides of it? Why is that annoying? When the same two people could be having a conversation and they physically be present, and it's not annoying. Now, I know I'm not the only one who thinks that this is annoying, and I can't understand why it is, because what is the difference? If you would hear two people talk, you hear both sides of the conversation, it very well could be, and most likely is, it's not like it's any louder, But one, somebody's playing their conversation on speakerphone, and the other one is two people talking in public. This is fucking annoying. I don't know why. That makes no sense. Help me with this. Is it simply just because, you know, that's not how things were? It's not like how we did things? Like, I just, like, I don't know. I go through this reel in my mind, you know, if somebody's playing music on their phone and it's out loud in public, like that's fucking annoying. It is so annoying. I like people will do this in the gym. You know, people will do this at the beach. People will do this like walking down the street. People have their phones, you know, Bluetooth to their speakers. They'll be riding their bike down the street. This is fucking annoying to me. I don't know why. People have always walked around outside. Think how infamous the hip-hop community is for carrying this, you know, big stereo on their shoulder, you know, playing this music. You can close your eyes and almost see exactly the image that I'm talking about. Well, I can anyway. There's always been noise outside. You could be in a fucking loud, crowded area where there's so many people talking, but when you have... 8, 10, 20, 50 different varieties of music all playing at the same time. I have no idea why this is so annoying to me. Like, I don't know. It's just so strange. That one I can kind of see a little bit more why it's annoying. But again, it it shouldn't be necessarily. I shouldn't give a shit. But I do. I don't know why. Same thing as on an airplane. If you're in an airplane and you're talking, somebody's talking to somebody beside them, totally okay. You know what you're not allowed to do? Talk on the phone. You're not allowed to talk on the phone on an airplane 
but you are absolutely allowed to talk to the person beside you. Now I'm talking, this is an actual rule that you're not, they will tell you that you're not allowed to talk on the phone. But if you could talk on the phone, that would be fucking annoying. Especially if that person put that other person on speakerphone. But yet they could have the same conversation with somebody sitting right next to them. Why is that annoying? On a bus? On a bus? On the SkyTrain? You know, you could, again, have the same conversation with somebody. But as soon as they put them on the speakerphone, that shit is annoying. But fuck, tell me why. Please help me. Because as much as I look at this situation, grocery store, same thing. I run into this same thing all the time. And I'm like, oh man, like, why do you have your conversation on speakerphone? I don't give a shit what your other person has to say. But I'm like, fuck, if you two are just having this conversation in real life, I would have no ill feelings towards it. I would almost applaud it being like, man, these people know how to converse. A rare commodity these days. So riddle me that. Because I feel like this is such a shortcoming in my personality because I just can't quite bridge that gap. I find it challenging. Very challenging. It's just, And it makes me laugh because I realize when I say it out loud, it's just as fucking dumb as when I say that shit in my mind. And I know there's a lot of you out there too, because I talk about this with people all the time. And uh, I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. So conversation number two, like, what is that? So the gym that I usually go to with one of my homeboys at night, the gym's open, but the sauna at the gym is closed because it's a rec center. They're, you know, doing maintenance on the pool. So the sauna is closed. So we go to another rec center. We started going there last night and they got a gym there and a sauna um, and a lot of people from, you know, like the one gym and sauna, the one rec center, you know, migrated over to this other one because it's kind of the closest. And um, the gym is brand new. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful space, but I find it to be super uninspiring. But this is about the sauna. Sauna is also beautiful. Just fully redid it absolutely gorgeous it's almost exactly how i would build a sauna as well except for the tile floor i don't know why i don't like tile floors and saunas but i'm sitting in the sauna and i notice i go up to the third bench because there's three levels in this and i kind of climbing past everybody because it's a little bit awkward you're like dripping sweat on other people as you're climbing up two levels which is Funny, there's only a few socially acceptable places where you will you can drip sweat on somebody else, and it's not really that offensive. And you'll sit in a pool of somebody else's sweat, and you don't seemingly care, which is I find very interesting, uh, especially post COVID world. But anyway, so I'm sitting there, and I'm walking past, or I'm walking past this young lady to be able to get to this um, third level, and I notice her. She's from the other place too. Just seen her a few days ago at the other rec center. And she's kind of quiet and keeping to herself. And she did it the other place too. You know, typically in this, you know, public sauna, like everybody's sitting around bullshitting and laughing. And, you know, she leaves about 10 minutes later, comes back in, just needs a little cool off and a drink of water. And she's sitting there and I can't even remember how it started now, but I was kind of facing her direction. And we just 
happened to start talking. And I'm like, oh, I noticed that you were, you know, you go to the other, you know, sauna and stuff too, or you just here because, you know, it's closed. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And uh, she kind of let out like a sign. I'm like, oh, has it been a long day? And she's like, yeah, it's, you know, typically always a, a long day on a Thursday. And I'm like, fair enough. And uh, so then this is the part that kind of takes me back about this conversation. The whole, I guess, point behind it, the convoluted way I'm getting there is that uh, she's like, I really need the sauna. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking, man, I'm like a lot of people doing here. And she's like, you know, I'm one year sober. And she's like, I feel like this is the, the number one thing that helps me stay focused in my goal in staying sober is uh, coming to use the sauna. And I'm like, fuck, you know, I love hearing stories like that. I love hearing stories like that, that it's not, it's not some pill that somebody's taking. You know, it's not necessarily they've, you know, say, I have to see this counselor. I have to take these pills. You know, I have to do this thing. It's like they've resorted back to this, this element of life that has a tremendous amount of benefits to it just to be able to help stay focused, work through those demons, release that dopamine, just feel good, feel accomplished, and to be able to go to bed knowing that you've done something very healthy for your body, which I think is incredible. But the most incredible part of this story is that I talked, I've never talked to this woman before. She happened to recognize me from the other day at the rec center too, and Within, I don't even know, a minute, maybe 30 seconds of our conversation, she just flat out says, you know, like, I'm one year sober, and there's probably 10, 12 other people in this sauna. And like, that takes fucking guts. Like, that takes guts. And after we were talking, I I realized that this is the same perspective and narrative that I play through my mind, that I will not let certain things that, you know, society or social pressures tell me that I should be ashamed of because then I become a prisoner of those thoughts. And then I, I bestow upon other people, giving them the tool that they need to be able to control me and force me to feel shame at their will. And when I took that away from people, I just had such a clarifying moment in my life where I just feel good. I feel at peace. My soul and my heart feels at peace. And when I looked at this young lady, and I remember sitting there in that moment, not recognizing why I felt what I felt, but I was like, you are fucking courageous. Like, I love that you cannot skip a beat. And you can tell me that you you fought this demon. You were in this really fucking dark place. And probably did a bunch of shit you were ashamed of. And yes, we're not getting into like an abundance of detail of what those things may be, but you know, you know, the, the behavior comes with those, those characteristics. I don't know what she was addicted to. Could be alcohol, could be drugs. I don't know. She really looks like she has her shit together now. Um, but I was like, the balls it takes, the courage it takes to be able to just openly and publicly admit that for not only 
me, to be able to engage me now in a very intimate part of a conversation. You've brought me into a part of your life that's very intimate, but you've also brought all these other people by proxy into our conversation that's very intimate as well because you know that people's ears would perk up as soon as they hear that. It's like, where's this conversation going? I can't believe that that person just admitted that. Like, oh, and then that you get into that, well, I've gone through this in my life. And, you know, I may not have the courage to be able to, you know, say that in this public forum to somebody that I don't know. You know, those are the things at least I go through my mind when I hear people say things like this. And I thought, man, you know, I just, the little bit of envy that I have for courageous behavior like that, you know, male or female, young or old, you know, race or religion, all those things don't matter. But when people exude that little bit of courageousness, when, they, when they've when they got to the point where they're no longer going to allow things that they, you know, air quotes, should be shamed of, should be ashamed of, when they no longer allow those things to have power over them, giving other people power and control over them as well. Like, I love that. Because I know what that feeling feels like. I know what that means to somebody. I used to sit there and punish myself for these things to hide myself from these things because I didn't want people to know. I didn't want people to to connect with that, to be able to allow them to be, to allow myself to be judged. And the thing is, it's even like judged in a shitty way, not judged in like, you know, I can, I can meet you halfway there. I've done this shit in my life. It's like, no, I'm going to judge you to punish you. And yes, I may not have been an addict, but when you've been to jail for doing stupid shit when you're a kid, it's like you're embarrassed by that shit as an adult. And then you get to a point of acceptance and realize that a lot of people, a vast majority of people have done a lot of dumb shit. Just some people happen to get caught for it and some people may have taken a little bit further, but everybody's done, done, has done dumb shit. And this is a thing where there's a few exceptions to this rule, but I know almost everybody that I know in my adult life has drank too much and drove home. And they could have in that moment severely hurt themselves, severely hurt somebody else, killed themselves, killed somebody else. They could have, There could have been any of these horrific situations. And that seems mediocre, like, oh, yeah, everybody's done that. It's like, no, but the thing is, the consequences could have been really high. And that's my point, is that some people happen just to experience consequences for the same stupid behavior that a lot of people have exuded. But yet, the people who may not have had, and even a lot that have had, had, you know, that negative consequence happen, are so quick to judge. So I guess the whole point of this is it's refreshing to see like a real human, like a good human. Like I can look at this woman now and be like, man, I'm like, there's a part of you that I just know is a really good fucking human. Because at least you've got to this point where you are not going to punish yourself anymore. And you can just openly and freely have a great conversation.